That's exactly what we do around here. We live on the edge. It's Edge Radio Australia. Just hit six o'clock. And uh, what do we do at six o'clock every Thursday? Now, I've talked about this many times, of course, and it's a, it's a question that doesn't need answering, so I'll just leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, great to see you, mate. It is time, of course, for All About Relationships. How are you? Doing very well. Very well indeed. All right. Are you ready for a big show? Always ready for a big uh, I'm show. I'm not seeing your normal little um, postage stamp with your notes on it, okay? I've never seen it. It's a new high-tech invisible one. Oh, is it? yes. It's clearly an iPad of some description, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> now, you normally come in with a progressively smaller piece of paper with more writing on it. Yes. I'm starting to wonder if, when you're going to come in and actually have your notes on a grain of sand or something, you know. Yeah, okay. I've got lots of different stories I can tell I, I about I can imagine. That. I can imagine. Now, what are we going to delve into in the world of relationships tonight? Well, it's a, an exploration tonight. Mm, that's what she said. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's been triggered by something mm. that's appeared in the news. Sure. And it's something that's existed for ages, but this particular one, mm. <clears throat> excuse me, um, elicited a response from someone that right. I thought would be worth exploring and explaining to people. Okay. So the event, and I hesitate to use it because it locks this episode into a period in, of time. Oh, okay. So all their other episodes, you can listen to them in 10 years' time and they're still relevant and valid. Well, I don't know. Some of those jokes are pretty questionable. Boom, uh, boom. I don't think they'll have the... They yes. probably wouldn't have worked 20 years no, ago, either. <laughs> so... What I wanted to talk about is there was a bit in the news, mm-hmm. and I have touched on this subject before, sure. where Mr. Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. and his wife have mm-hmm. announced they're splitting. Yes, yes. All right. Mm. So I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm not one for gossip. I'm, I'm, I can't be bothered with that no, rubbish. No, anyway, someone underneath went, mm-hmm. well, there goes my belief in relationships that last forever. Oh, And right. I suddenly thought, why would you mm-hmm. use a relationship of two people that you do not know, mm-hmm. you only know a version of them that's presented to you, mm-hmm. and use that as your standard for whether or not you believe in relationships? I think people who make those kind of judgments watch The View. I'm just saying. Yes, okay? I, I would agree. It's a particular type. Yes. Yes. Okay. So what I wanted to go through tonight was mm-hmm. looking at what makes a quality relationship. And we have explored this a little bit before. Mm. So first of all, everyone's going on about, oh, they lasted for 27 years, you know, we thought it would go forever. Okay? Sure. The thing with relationships, and this is always important to remember, no matter how long you've been with your partner, is the quality is not determined by how long it lasts. Now, this is something you kind of introduced me to, to be honest with you, because mm. I always think, oh, look, it wasn't a successful relationship because it lasted X, Y, Z, right? Mm. Um, yeah, no, I've changed my thought on that. And I Good. think it's it's important because some people are in your lives for that period of time. Exactly. Okay? Simple as that. Um, and once that relationship's... And, you know, you'd love it to last forever, but once it's had its use by date, yeah, look, throw the old milk out. Exactly. Mm. And... <laughs> And like my second marriage, Mm. even though we had a lot of challenges in that, there were Mm. glimpses of, you know, fun stuff where we did actually enjoy each other's company. Sure, Well, isn't that called, um, hang on, hang on, it's um, um, Stockholm Syndrome, isn't it? Yeah, something like that? 
Yeah, go on. I'll pay that one, actually. That was pretty good. That was good. <laughs> so even though that only lasted 11 years, it should have lasted a lot less and would have saved us both a lot of pain, it was, however, one of the most important relationships I've ever had because of the yep. impact it had on me as a person. Cool. I get that. So the value of that relationship mm. was huge, immeasurable, okay. Okay. all right? Because if I hadn't have got the lesson at that point, I may very well still be doing all of those things. Yeah. So, uh, and it's funny because the bloke who assisted me in getting my revelation at that time, he explained that his parents have had 50 years of wedded misery yeah, no one needs that. Yeah, and it was to the point where he explained that he had encouraged his mother to mm. leave his father. Yeah, that's sad. I mean, when you're that's at that really level sad. where you're encouraging your parents <laughs> to split up, that is not a comfortable not a and happy time. relationship. Yeah. And again, it's the, oh, they've been married for 50 years. Mm. Now it's 50 years of misery. Mm. Mm. Okay? So first of all, you need to remember the length of time attributed to a relationship does not determine its success sure. or its value. Okay. All right? So if you have, say, for example, you're someone who's 22 mm -hmm. and you have a succession of relationships, yep. two years each, mm -hmm. and let's say you have four of them. Okay. So you now hit 30, but in each of those relationships, you've learned to find your value, mm -hmm. your worth, your strength, mm -hmm. your determination. Mm -hmm. Those relationships were all successful. Uh, it's because a whole the, different way of looking at it. I know, but mm. this is what I like doing. I like mm. turning it mm. all on its head and helping it make sense because it's simple. I think a lot of it comes <clears throat> from, okay, the way that we consider these things. Like my parents were together for 28 years and I looked at my parents and they were in love with each other for 28 years. Absolutely. Right, and don't get me wrong, obviously your ups and downs and lots mm -hmm. of things, but that's like I looked at that and thought, okay, that's what I want, right? Mm. Okay. Mm. Um, and they would have been married many more years, but unfortunately my mum passed away and that kind of ruins the marriage. Yeah. Um, but like it's uh, when you've grown up that way and you've seen that and, and a lot of older relationships did last many, many years. And we talk about grandparents and that mm -hmm. living for, uh, you know, together for so many years. Uh, that's what we set ourselves as a target and the world has changed. And, and I don't want to cheapen the world by saying, you know, things are not the same, but they're not the same. You know, I'm going to argue with you. Yeah, I know you are. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm putting the razor wire up. Come that's on. it. That's Make it. a clean fight. Bring out the dogs. <laughs> that's right. So I, I think I explained this a couple of shows ago where mm. people say the dating world has changed. Yes. Yes. The catalyst mm -hmm. for interactions yep. has definitely changed. No doubt about it. Everything that. else, exactly the same. Mm. Still oh, that, I, that I agree with. I, yeah, I just I think yeah, yeah, but relationships are the same. Sure. Okay. Some of the challenges are a little bit different. Mm. However, it's still the same thing. It's two people in a relationship developing as a team. Sure. So that they can have each other's back, they mm. can complement each other, they can strengthen each other, yeah. and they can overcome more obstacles together than they could individually. But I think the obstacles now have become, and I'll, I'll uh, mention a particular age group, it's become a bit like it's a knockout, if you can remember that TV yes. show, yes. or Gladiators, yes. for those who are younger. Um, there are a lot of obstacles now. Now, okay, I wasn't around back in the day, so I don't know what the obstacles were then, but there just seems to be a lot now, mate. It, it just seems to be a game of you know, whack-a-mole. And it's funny you said that, because... 
just before we started the show, I was explaining mm-hmm. to you, I was talking to a friend of ours and telling her about the show. Yeah. And she said that relationships are hard. I said, no, a lot of the time we just make them a lot harder than what they actually are. Very true. So a lot of those obstacles are things that we create. Look, Wayne, I hate it when you're right. Cut, cut this out. <laughs> Isn't that sort of why we have oh, like, show? Yeah, something like that. Something yeah. like that. And and I'll explain it like this: mm. when we meet someone, mm. we see their good side. Of course. All right. We obviously see that they're funny and they're witty and mm. intelligent and all of these things, and we just go, "I enjoy being around them." Yep. All right. And then after a while, the rose-coloured glasses get taken off and the blinkers fall away, and suddenly we see these parts that are probably not quite as pleasant as we would like mm-hmm. and then we start wishing they were back like they were when we met them sure but that version didn't exist it was just one we created in yeah, our head absolutely all right so then and sadly some people persist with this mm-hmm. they keep trying to get them to return to that okay now if you're trying to force your partner to become something mm-hmm. if they don't want to they won't no so you're, no, no, no. you're trying to teach a pig to whistle you <laughs> <laughs> and could babe whistle? It's very frustrating. Sure. Sing, I don't right? know. Yeah. So if you're going to do that, mm. you're creating a problem that doesn't need to exist. Okay. Okay. All right. Because, and this is what I was explaining to someone a while ago, was if you get your partner to change, yep. that's because you don't love them for who they are. It's something you want them to become so that you can apparently love them. Mm. But then they'll change to that. And then you won't be happy with that. You want something else. And then they'll change for that. And then they end up resentful and you're creating problems that don't need to exist. <laughs> so at the, at its core, okay. if your partner pushes your buttons and gives you the willies, mm-hmm. to put it politely, mm-hmm. that's a good thing. Really? Yes. Okay. Because and, it's all, it's no, all, this took me a while to get. Right. Once I got it, it was mm-hmm. like, actually, it, can, it changes things totally. When you... Grasp this. Well, I think it's important a bit of willy action. I, th- I think it's important. Yeah. Wasn't what I meant. <laughs> so, when they push your buttons, mm. a lot of people react. Okay. Which is what we do because our ego is involved. Sure. We don't want to be viewed as being whatever. So, we try to defend ourselves, explain things, excuse things, and we just end up in a fight. No one wants So, that. what I've realized is. Mm. When those moments happen, it becomes an opportunity for you to face what they call in the self-help world Mm -hmm. your shadows. So these are the parts of you that are not as pleasant as other parts of you. Mm -hmm. They could be parts of you that you've disowned, ignored, Mm -hmm. tried to repress and keep coming back. And ultimately, when your buttons get pushed... Mm -hmm. It's your opportunity to step into your power okay. and become that better version of you. Okay. Okay. So if you have that mindset, mm. your partner, when they, excusing the language, piss you off, <laughs> when they piss you off, yeah. instead of reacting and causing an argument, mm. you then go, okay, so what is it here that's going to enable me to be that better version of myself? Okay. So then a lot of the times you don't even need to say anything to your partner. Sure, sure. Because you get the lesson, you become that better version of yourself. They win because they're getting a better partner. (laughs) And you've done it on the quiet. Exactly. But a lot of people will just shut up. 
Okay, now yes. that's an issue, right? Yes. Because then what happens is you build it up, build it up. So if you you might be able to do it in silence. Yep. But do it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like process it. Yes. Find find a way through it. No, don't just bottle it up. Yeah. yeah. And and a lot of the times, the truth that mm-hmm. that conflict brings or that opportunity that conflict brings. Yep. Sometimes that truth is difficult to accept. Okay. Yep. Okay. So one of the things that I encourage people to do when they start working with me is to tell the truth. Kind of important. Now, there's different levels of truth. Oh, I don't know. There's, I there... know. It's, it's a hard one. Yes, there is actually. Mm. I read this one and I, okay. I loved it. So right. I adopted it and use it regularly. Let's hear it. Five levels. First level, you tell yourself the truth about you. In other words, stop the denial, stop mm-hmm. the bullshitting, just go, I'm scared, I'm whatever. Yep. All right. Second level, tell yourself the truth about someone else. So if someone else is being an asshole and mm. using you and not valuing you, tell yourself that's what they are. Sure. It's not disrespecting them because you've done it in your head. It's just acknowledging <laughs> what's true. Yeah, but do you act on that? No, you don't have to act on okay, it. Just okay. acknowledge it. Right. The next one, you tell your the truth about you to someone else. Okay. So in other words, if you're upset, say you're upset. Don't do this. No, I'm fine. <sighs> and then the next one is you tell the truth to that other person about themselves. That could be a friendship end. That's a hard one. Mm. And it, But that's where you find out how good your relationships are. Okay. Okay. Because if they really care, they'll listen, especially if they care about themselves. Because sometimes when we're acting like a bit of a dick, no one has the guts to tell us. That's so true. And then later on, we go, why didn't someone tell us? Oh, would you have listened? Well, we'll never know now, will no, we? exactly right. <laughs> that chance has passed. Exactly. The horse has bolted. It has. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So... Being able to tell yourself the truth about a situation, mm-hmm. so if your partner bugs you, pushes your buttons, sure. instead of going, oh, they're pain in the up No, they've given you an opportunity to tell yourself the truth. Why are you pissed off? It's Proce- Yeah, process it and learn from it. Become a better version of you. Everyone wins. And that's what we want, okay? Everyone's look, a winner. Babe. Oh, is that we, we, I wish I had that ready. I know. That would have been a good oh, one. Oh, look. That would have been a great line. But would you, have been a no, great you, segue. You just stole it out of, actually out of my hands. I mean, you little thief. Oh, oh nice. It's Radio Australia all about relationships. Oh, you too here on Edge Radio Australia. It is 23 after 6. And, of course, if, we're, if you're listening on the Sunday, we'd be 23 after what? 2 p.m. Oh, look at that. We're doing the maths at all. As I say, it's Edge Radio. But what do we do this uh, time of the evening? We do a show that we call All About Relationships. And we don't just talk about intimate ones. We talk about, uh, well, you know, friendships. We talk about work relationships. But right now, we're focused on the old intimate ones. So... Where are we going now, my friend? Well, I want to go back a little bit to that initial subject. I thought you would. Yes. Mm. Well, that's sort of the theme. I (laughs) should stick with it. And it's one of those things where we often use other people's relationships as a yardstick or some sort of metric that we base our relationship off. And the problem with doing that is you don't know the full story of someone's of relationship, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. Because very often you will see a relationship in public yep. is all lovely, and then years down the track you find out that behind closed doors it was just horrible, horrible, horrible. It was the Instagram <clears throat> relationship. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one of the um, 
can't think of the right word. One of the poor mistakes to make is to base your relationship off other people because also they're different people. So their wants and needs and all of that is going to be different to yours. So, for example, we are very similar in opinions and viewpoints and things like that. However, as people, when it comes to how we like to be loved, Mm -hmm. I would say we're actually fairly different. Oh, look, I just like to be loved. (laughs) (laughs) All I need. Only because how we were brought up, what Mm -hmm. we were exposed to, like you are saying about your parents. Yep. I also had parents who clearly loved each other very much, and my mum also went early, which is unfortunate. And... When I look back now, I notice or recall that you only see certain parts of the relationship. Of course. All right? So we, because at that time, you tended to be brought up where with families, you didn't talk about money, you didn't talk about Mm -hmm. death, and you Mm -hmm. didn't talk about sex. So a lot of things were kept from you. Sure. So you didn't see how to do conflict or anything like that. So... I think that's why a lot of people struggle when they get older. They've got no modelling to work that, that's off. That's right, yeah. So they've got to try and figure it out themselves and go, well, is this how they did it? Mm-hmm. Is that how they – so when you're using other people as your metric, you've got to be really careful because you don't know what the full picture is. Yeah, true. Okay. So when these celebrities, they go hmm. on about – and I've often thought, you know – once I get well-known enough, mm-hmm. I wonder if I'd have a thing where someone takes a photo of my wife and I out for lunch, yep. and I'm talking about something that pisses me off, Okay, and she's being amused by it, but they only catch my face being all angry, and they go, oh, Wayne in an argument with his wife. Then obviously, marriage is on the rocks. And- Look, Wayne, what we can do, I've got some telephoto lenses. Okay, I can follow you for a few days. Nice. Uh, you know, get your practice up. Yeah, ready. <laughs> your and- life... Being chased by Paps. That's Be it. Great. And, but unfortunately, mm-hmm. though, that is what actually happens. Of course they, it is. they take yeah. a photo, they make up a story, and it sells magazines. Now, I will interrupt for a moment. Go for it. Because 20 odd years ago, I was sitting in a uh, uh, brainstorming session at a uh, particular radio station here in Perth, and uh, we were talking about different shows and different things, whatever. And literally, one of the people brought forward a photograph of two stars, okay, who were not mm-hmm. married to each other, okay, had both were in relationships, or no, one was in a relationship, one had just recently ended or something like that. Right? Mm-hmm. It's 20 odd years. I'm doing my best. Anyway, they literally had this photo there and they were both smiling and they both looked happy. And the young lady put this forward and said, right, this person's with that person. What story are we going to make out of this? And they literally sat there and invented a story. Mm-hmm. They're just two people sitting next to each other, but they they actually faked it and they said, oh, look, it was romantic and and wondering how the other spouse would feel and they turned it into a big melodrama. Mm-hmm. Nothing, absolutely nothing. These poor buggers were just there watching a basketball game or whatever it exactly. was. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, it, you, you're so right. Like when you only see a, a picture of it, you're not seeing into it. You know, you, you're not, and you're seeing your perception or in this case, the media's, hmm, Exactly. And, and that's what I mean. But even with people you know, mm. it's like that. A bit, yeah. You're going to see something and you'll make up a story because sure. you'll fill in the gaps that aren't there. Yep. And you'll have your own version of, or you, like you said, your own perception sure. of what the story is. Yep. And that could be completely untrue. 
you don't know. So if you're then using that to measure your relationship against, and one of the things we do as humans, unfortunately, mm. is if we see someone else fail, it makes us feel a bit better about ourselves. It's a bit sad, but it's very real. Yeah. yeah. So when these well-known people mm. that have a relationship that fails, yeah. people love it because it's like, oh, so they're just like us. Oh, okay, I'm not screwing up as bad as I thought. Yeah, okay. And when they succeed... Mm. We're looking for something to. We're Turn waiting it for it to fall apart. Yeah, it's okay. like, ooh, ooh, is that a, is that a crack in the facade? Is that a? I mean, look, not all relationships that we see out there in the public arena can be as beautiful as sort of, you know, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, right? They, they can't all be that pretty. Yeah, they can't all be that perfect. No, no sarcasm there at all. <laughs> and and again. That's a, a perfect case in point, that one. Mm, mm. Because, again, you've got two people in their perceptions yep. and they're putting forward their own story, their own version, and it's like, well, which one's the truth? Who knows? Yeah. There's only two people that know which mm. one's actual truth. Yeah. So, And that's the same with any relationship. You don't know. So the point I'm trying to make is if you're going to measure your relationship against anyone mm. measure it against yourself fair call am i happier today than i was a year ago five years ago ten years ago yep so i know for myself looking at my relationship i'm definitely happier than i was five years ago awesome. it's not to say i'm un i was unhappy back then yep. it's just those tools that i've learnt and thankfully my wife also contributes and joins in and is very active in the creation of the relationship. And that helps. Oh, big most time. definitely. You know, I'm a big believer in the old teamwork. Oh, mm. absolutely, yeah. There's nothing worse when you can see someone's putting all the effort in mm. and the other person's just dragging their feet and can't be bothered and you go, this mm. isn't going to end well. No, not at all. You know, um, all relationships take work. Mm. You know, I tell this to everyone, always takes work. Mm. You've got to put attention into it. You've got to put effort into it. It should never, though, be hard work. Sometimes it's hard work. No, it's still just work. Mm. We make it hard. Okay, yeah. but if it's hard work and there's no effort in making it hard work, <laughs> that's that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. So, no, no, and I take your point. I mean, ultimately, again, it comes back to perspective, right? You look yeah. at it and think, you know, am I the one contributing to making this hard? You know, or if or if I decided it's hard, you know, if, mm. if you, I don't know. Sometimes it's a, it's almost like a lazy way out. You know, oh, this is all a bit hard. Yeah, yeah. and and that's the thing. If I mean. My wife was telling me a story the other day. She was talking to a chap she knows who yep. was relating a story of a bloke he knows okay. who'd had a few relationships that were struggling. And he said to him, well, you know, there's a common denominator <laughs> in this situation. And the bloke's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> I, look, I can say that from absolute honest yeah, self-reflection. I've, I've gone and looked at my relationships and go, there is a common denominator here. Exactly. And because and I think it's an important thing for us all to do because you've got to know – well, you've got to know you, right? Mm. And you've got to go, okay, you know, clearly there are things I can do better and there are things that I could change. And I'm not saying change who you fundamentally are, but maybe change some of the ways you react to things. or Exactly. Yeah. 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 And it reminds me of a wonderful little saying. This is always mm. good to remember this one, all right? Right. If you meet an arsehole in the morning, you <laughs> met an arsehole. Yes. If you meet arseholes all day, you're the arsehole. <laughs> 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 One common denominator. <laughs> exactly. And that's that's always important to remember. Yeah. Self-reflection. Yes. And, yeah. and I mean, 
I've mentioned a numerous times in the show where, for me, the biggest challenge was that looking at the truth and mm -hmm. what I contributed. And it is hard. Mm. You know, I would never lie to anyone and go, it's easy. It's hard to face the truth about yourself. And sometimes I not talk about, you know, I don't talk about my first marriage much, but okay, with my first marriage, I was a very driven person and the person I was with, she wasn't very driven at all. All right. And therefore we were just quite frankly, a bad, a bad fit. Right now, I'm not saying you have to be the same, but when you've got just a fundamental thing about you that is so, you know, just completely out of whack, you're trying, sometimes you just, you're really just trying to force that square peg into a round hole. You can make it work. Mm. Okay. So going back to mm. my wife and your favourite TV show. Maths. Yay. <laughs> oh, my God. Many years ago, mm. they had two people on. I think the girl was from here in right. Perth and he was, I don't know, Sydney or Queensland or something. Okay. And she was super extroverted and he was really introverted. Okay. Now, I know why mm. they put them together. Sure. But the experts <laughs> didn't explain all too well to them, so they didn't understand. Right. And so, therefore, they couldn't make it work. Okay. The idea is, if you're an extrovert, mm -hmm. sometimes you need to be encouraged to just calm down, chill a bit, relax, reflect. Thoroughly agree. Think about things, mm -hmm. which goes against what an extrovert normally does. Yeah. And an introvert will need someone who goes, no, you need to get off the sofa. You've been on there for three days. Let's go. So you can balance each other out. But it's totally knowing agree. how to use that to mm -hmm. your advantage. Yeah, and it probably comes back to you, you and your toolbox because back all those years ago, I was young. I had absolutely no idea what the hell I was doing. Um, the, the toolbox just basically, all it had was a range of gimpy hammers and, and safe hammers, <laughs> right? It's just nothing else, right? Um so yeah, like you, you go and look. I, I, um, I'm, I'm very, you know, open in my history and my, my past, and I'm comfortable in knowing that that was a, it was a relationship. Should have been a three month relationship, ended up becoming exactly. a marriage, all that sort of carrot. So, but you, and you've got to go to yourself. Hey, yeah, no hard feelings, no negativity about it. Reality is, two people, young, stupid, you make mistakes, right? Exactly. So, but yeah. Uh, I'm of very much of the school of thought. Um, what you've just said is, is really important, actually, because I'm a big believer in don't be with someone who's just like you because that's – I mean, it says a lot about you and your ego. Some things have to be the same look, and others, definitely not. Yeah. You, look, your values and your ethics and things like that, it's great exactly. if they're in line. But, um, yeah, I think if I was with someone like me, A, they would drive me freaking insane. Mm. Um, but also I'd be – I'd be almost bored. Because I, I need I need difference in my life. I need variety. And I think if you're with someone who's just like you, it's a bit... Well, I also think it's a tad narcissistic, actually. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And sometimes, though, we need that pushback as well. Yeah, definitely. A bit of yin and a bit of yang. Yeah. And mm. that's, that's the sort of thing that encourages you to confront the parts of you that you need to confront sure. to become that better version. And the one thing I've realized is when you're repressing staff trying to disown parts of yourself, that takes a lot of energy. Right. And the the metaphor that I use, have you ever tried to hold a beach ball underwater? 
Yes. All right. Everyone has a moment where you go, I wonder if I can. I can do this. I can do this. And if you can get more than a quarter of it underwater, Mm -hmm. you're doing well. And it takes a lot of effort to push that down under the water. Oh, look, I'm telling you right now, Mr. Brown, I'm a big lad. I can make it happen. Okay, we're going to put that to the test. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I can make it happen. My point, though, is yes. it takes a lot of energy, but to just keep it floating on the surface. Piece of cake. Exactly. Mm. So I know that many years ago I used a lot of energy mm. doing all the conflict and all of that rubbish. Sure. The moment I stopped that, it was suddenly like, oh my God, I've got energy to do stuff now. I can actually go and. Make stuff. Happiness doesn't take effort. No. Happiness doesn't take effort. And it's like the old thing about, and I don't know the maths here, but how many muscles it takes to frown compared to smile, Mm. right? It kind of works with relationships too, I think. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. And the more your partner matches with you in the right way and compliments you in other ways, et cetera, et cetera, the better they're fit to you, Mm. the less effort it takes. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. So that's one of the things that I work on with people is creating – do you remember the movie Weird Science? Yes, absolutely. I was a teenage boy at the time. What do you think? It was on loop in my bedroom. (laughs) Yes. So And it's like one of those those things. You create your partner so you understand how they fit with you and then you just find someone who matches that description. Well, in my case, it was Kelly LeBrock and a Porsche 928. So Oof. for me, that movie worked. <laughs> it may have had an effect. I'm just saying. Hey, Subliminal. Mate, it really, look, to me, look, it was absolute heaven. All right, Wayne, stop dancing. Cosmic thing new. It is, of course, Jamiroquai here on Edge Radio Australia. It is quarter to whatever hour you would expect it to be next. Seven at the moment or... Three. (laughs) I didn't think about that. You did. I hit you with the maths, I'll tell you. It's a tough gig. All right, now we have revisited many things tonight uh, and uh, yeah, the way our perceptions of relationships are and what we see uh, with other people. Mm. So where would you like to take this... Madcap little uh, oh look merry-go-round really. I suppose bring it back to its core. Do that. That's a good idea. Okay. So any relationship is ultimately about you. Yes. When you say that, I always feel uncomfortable. I know. I know. And it, it's a it's a hard pill to swallow. And it took me a while to get it. Okay. Once I got it, it made a lot of things a lot easier. Yeah. All right. So things like conflict, like I yeah. said, became a lot easier because I realised. They're pushing their buttons. It's not about them. It's about me. Sure. So, And that's always a good thing as well to remember. If you piss someone else off, it's not your issue. It's their issue. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I've used so, that a couple yeah. of times. And again, mm. they don't like it. No. However, Ooh, it's I? the truth. Yep. So at its core, a relationship's about you. Mm. So the better you know you, mm-hmm. the better you can create your relationship. Look, this is so true. I remember back in the days where you always hear the hippies, oh, you must love yourself. And I just think, oh, shut up. Mm. You know, I, I just really hated that concept. I just, it ugh, just grates me. Right? Yes. Fingernails down the old blackboard, that one. For those who know what blackboards are. Yes. Right. Um, but And hello to all of you. Exactly. <laughs> all three of us left. But like, um, it, 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 I get it now. 
like I get it now. And it, yeah, I think I lived most of my life thinking like to think that way is kind of selfish. Mm. Um, and yeah, no, if you, if you don't actually like, you might not look the way, sorry, be happy the way you look in the morning or whatever the case may be. But yeah, if you're not happy with the core of who you are, then it's mm. you, you're really not fit for anyone else. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't help nowadays that we get social media that has mm. people showing just aspects of their life. Oh, of course. I, I read a story, again, I don't know how true this is, however, it does illustrate sure. the situation. This woman's at the pool and she watches this mother come in with her little daughter and she sets up a blanket on the grass and all the swimming gear and the daughter's there and she gets some photos and the kid's like, Mum, I want to go for a swim. Yeah, in a, in a minute, in a minute. Yep. And the mum's taking more photos and selfies and all of this sort of thing and then just says, right, we're going, and collects the kid and off they go. So the kid doesn't even actually swim. It's not having fun. It's just all about the photos. People do this, mate. People I know. do it. And they do it with relationships. Right. And sadly, mm. there's people that believe that that's real. Yeah. And it's a doctored, a figment of their imagination mm -hmm. as to how their relationship is. And if you're measuring your relationship off that and your worth mm -hmm. off that, you're setting yourself up in a bad, bad way. All right. So what is the key? Let's reach into that toolbox of yours, the, 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 the snap-on box here. All right. You've spent three or four life savings on all the tools. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I could so get locked in those trucks. <clears throat> anyway, you've got all the tools. Yep. So in that situation, tell me, reach into the box, what do you got? Magnifying glass. Okay. <laughs> no, only because we are such intricate creatures mm -hmm. and there are things woven into our psyche, our consciousness, yeah. our habits that are so fine we need to blow them up to see them. And okay. they could be something like when we were younger, our sure. parents said something to us, and because we view our parents in a particular way, we took that on as yep. gospel. So gotcha. that became gotcha. part of our personality, right. even when it's not true. Okay. okay. So taking the magnifying glass of that and going, mm. hang on, that bit doesn't actually fit there. I'm mm. not really like that. Like I always used to be an extremely shy person. Yes, you've All said right? that. No one ever believes me. No, I, I still know. don't. And it's, <laughs> it's frustrating. <laughs> However, there were many times I went to parties, didn't know anyone. Mm. I would literally stand against some wall for two hours and then leave having spoken to no one. That's amazing, mate. <clears throat> yeah, okay. And... It was only when I started to go, you know what, that's not really who I am. Mm. It's only because I'm scared of rejection, blah, blah, blah. And I started using the magnifying glass and looking at me and then going, okay, cool. I just needed to learn better tools of how to socialize with people and communicate and be curious about them and engage with sure. them. And then I got better. So I'm still that shy person. Right. However... I've got better tools that will enable me to move away from that. And here's another good example. Mm -hmm. I was at a bookstore a while ago. Okay. And I was talking to the one of the ladies that helped out at the shop. Right. And in the space of five minutes, she mentioned like eight times that she was a recluse. <laughs> and I'm like, but you're in a public place yes. talking to someone. Can't be that much of a recluse. But she was clinging to it. Ah, I see where you're going on that. Okay. Right. She's like, yeah, yeah, and I'm stuck at home and I'm a recluse. And it's like, you're not stuck no, at home. No. So, you're not and, the Unibomber. You're right. Yes. 
And that is one of those things where we adopt it as part of our psyche okay. and who we are, and it's not helping us. Mm. Mm. So the first tool I would encourage people to use is the magnifying glass. Look okay. at yourself. Find out what's true, what fits, what doesn't, yep. what originates from you. Okay. which is very little. Sure. We tend to take mm. on lots of perceptions of what other people think of us. Mm. And a lot of the time, sadly, we will change ourselves to fit their perception rather than alter their perception to fit us. That happens a lot, I reckon. A mm. lot, mm. a lot. Um, unfortunately, I fell into that trap a lot Okay. until I started going, you know what, this is just making me miserable. Yeah, yeah. And look, ultimately, it comes back to you, right? Exactly. So See? when I decided to become more me, mm. it became easier Okay. because I was more congruent. I was, it's, when it's something that comes from your core, sure. it's very easy to do. Yeah, I agree with that. So you like tinkering with your cars, for example. I do. So if you start talking about cars, it's something that interests you immensely and you can talk for hours and hours and hours and about it. Oh, Not a problem. Trust me, people will tell you. Oh, yes. I know, I know. <laughs> And it's the same. I mean, I love my movies. I love my yeah. music. So I'm quite happy to talk about that for hours on end. Yep. And can retain all sorts of information. And people go, how do you remember that? Yes. Because well, how it, do you do that, Rain Man? Yeah, yes. Exactly. <laughs> and it is one of those things, because it's at my core, mm. I like what I get from films and from music. And I completely understand that because I think to myself, like, information that I'm passionate about, I, I can remember ridiculous detail. And if it's something I'm not into, like, I just... Couldn't care less about human biology, right? Okay, honestly, you just how it works. I don't care. Just tell me. Okay, boom, that's it. Great, right? When so a doctor when he starts explaining things to me, I'm like, look, can you just tell me where the camshaft is, right? And that, that's just I don't care. But yeah, but you retain information if you're passionate about it, or if it exactly that, if it's part of your core, I get that. Yeah. Exactly. Like so that. the more you find out about you, mm. the easier your life will become because you know the path you have to tread. I like that. Yeah. All right. So once you know who you are, then it becomes easier to find out who you need to be with to create that ultimate relationship that you want. Yep. So what we're looking at is simplifying mm -hmm. and creating less energy required to keep it moving forward. Such a basic thing that is just so important, right? Yes. So important. I mean, yeah, look, I just, I'm sitting here, I'm thinking about relationships, and I'm not even talk, just talking about intimate run, ones, rather. I'm talking about relationships. Any of them. Yeah. And when they have been hard work, right? Um, yeah, you've got to throw so much energy at it. And it just shouldn't be like that. No. You know? Exactly. Um, and when there's a weight to it, like, you know, it's a heavy, uh, you know, you kind of, when you get in the car to go and see them, it's almost like you walk like, when you walk to the car, you're almost walking like a teenager. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do I really have to go? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm totally with you on that one. Yeah. All right. And so ultimately what I aim to do mm. is to get people to the point where they go, okay, there's, there's a mutual friend of ours. Okay. All right. I coached him and a lady saw his transformation, like what she saw. Fantastic. And grabbed him. And well both, done. They are both lovely people. All right. And he phoned me up yep. once they'd been together for a little while and he goes, 
is it meant to be this easy? And I'm like, yes. Yes. It's meant to be that easy. Oh, that lucky fella. I know that fella. And yeah. I'll tell you, well, I'm, I'm going to guess I know that fella. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm, I can't tell you how happy I am for both of them. Because yes. they're both just absolutely beautiful people. They are. Right? It's so cool to see. And and to hear how easy it is, again, like, um, I don't big feather in your cap, mate. You've done it right. Yeah. and, yeah. and take, You've got to take full credit on this. They had nothing to do with it. No, exactly. No. Exactly. <laughs> And and that's the sort of yep. message I like getting off people. Oh, of course. That it's so easy. Like I had a lady I coached with. She phoned me and said, oh, my um, partner's ex has come back in her life. You know, what do I do? And I said, oh, well, it'll be this, this, and this. Just go and do this and say this and you'll be fine. And then she phoned me up a while later and went, it was amazing. She just vanished back out of our life. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. But it, again, it's that same thing. Everything should be easy. It really should be. Now, if we want more information, mate, where can we find you? Well, type mm. Wayne Brown Life Back on Track or Wayne mm. Brown All About Relationships into the internet and uh, I'll pop up. You'll pop up. Nice. Now, is your uh, website looking sexy yet? It, it's always looking sexy. Of course, It's of getting course. more and more complete, though. Nice. Well, I was just using that as an excuse to say the new Edge Radio Australia website is looking very sexy. And it does. Indeed. All right. So, uh, if you haven't had a look, you might probably, well, you're probably listening on it right now, but you could be using our app. But, uh, yeah, give it a go and try the uh, website. Have a look and see what you think. All right. That is the end of the show. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, of course, if you're listening to this on the replay, you're listening at what time? 2 p.m. on Sunday. Fantastic, mate. I'll tell you right now. Your website, it's, it's it's a bit flash. In fact, it's 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 just so fancy. First things first, I'm the realist. realist.